Hi, I'm Michael, and I'm a quitter of drinking. Hey, Michael. Okay, this is Problem Child with me, Michael, and this is day two of my 30-day sobriety plan. Uh, Like I said, I'll be uploading every day for 30 days, hopefully, and this eventually just, we're just going to go down to once a week as I move on to other things in my life that need some work. There we go. Let's fade that music down. That's Problem Child by The Damned. I fucking love the damned. Um, okay, look, I forgot to mention that what I'm doing is I'm tapering off the booze. Okay, so I was bouncing between two to six or seven drinks a day for a while, right? So I averaged that down to three drinks yesterday. I right? just have it. Then two drinks I'm going to have today. Tomorrow, I'm going to have one drink, and then my final drink on Saturday, okay? Why taper? Uh, I just didn't want to uh, didn't want to shock my system, you know? Which is funny, because here I am, uh, day two, and I'm anxious. Anxious as shit. It's in my head. It feels like static, you know? And this happens to me sometimes, where... My energy just kind of bounces around. And uh, I was feeling really energetic earlier. You know, I'd had some coffee, eaten a good meal. But I think it's the... I'm 100% committed to this. You know? But there's this fear inside of me. A part of me does not is having a hard time wrapping its head around this quitting thing, so to speak. Um, yeah, so <sighs> I'm feeling better. I was talking to that part. It's my drinking part. He's like, hey, you need this. <laughs> you know, you need this because things can get really hectic for you. And, and if you don't have this, what are we going to do? And how are we going to maintain And uh, I already know how to maintain. I've been getting really good at it through therapy and journaling and exercise and friends and, you know, all that kind of stuff, man. There's a million ways that if you add them all together, you can have a pretty good day or a better shot at a pretty good day. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm working on. Um, So today in that... 30-day sobriety solution book is the purpose solution. And it starts with a vision statement. You know, and they want you to make it present tense and with no negative stuff. So not like, today I am not drinking, right? But more like, I'm vibrant and excited for my new adventure in life. You know, it's, it's, it's like a mantra that you can keep short and sweet and remember. So here's mine. I have more clarity and confidence with which to continue bettering my life. 
I have more clarity and confidence with which to continue bettering my life. I like it. It's short and sweet, you know, and it, uh, I mean it. I feel my, my, even though my head is anxious right now, I feel a lot more clarity and I'm confident that I can do this. I know that it's not going to be easy, but it doesn't have to be fucking hard and impossible. Yeah. So I'm keeping that in mind today. That's what I'm doing. Um, okay. Here's the other exercises for the day from that book. The before you. So this is about acknowledging. Ooh, I'm going to do this. Okay. It's about acknowledging the, uh, downsides of drinking the bad things that have happened the memories that you're or the fucking you know blackout memories you know the little clip show of oh fuck i did that that one time i shouldn't have done that the regrets you know the regretsies so they give you some questions to mull over and i figured i'd just do it here um are there any particularly bad memories of your drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Especially the past year and a half. I was drunk one night. And I ordered Philly cheesesteaks from a place called Woody's Cheesesteaks in Atlanta. They're really good. You know, I'm not from Philadelphia, so I don't, I don't fucking know how they rate, but I think they're awesome. You know, cheese whiz, meat, and onions. That's it, right? Okay. So anyways, it comes over, and I'm drunk. I get the food from DoorDash. I put it on a plate, and the plate falls off the counter and goes perpendicular as it just smashes and breaks over my big toe on my right foot. And a searing pain, dude. I mean, right in the middle of my big toenail, searing pain. It was hard as shit to go to sleep. I was so mad. I took the cheesesteak and I just whipped it across the kitchen. It erupted everywhere. Meat and cheese and onions went everywhere. I was screaming. I'm talking like pain, you know, shit. And um, yeah, I was limping for a couple days after that. I had to go to a funeral I think the next day with my foot, my swollen toe and a dress shoe and I had to limp in and, you know, I, I didn't make an excuse. I said I dropped a plate on my toe. That's true. I left out the part that I was drunk when I did it because well, that's embarrassing, you know. See, one time about a year ago, a little over a year ago, me and a buddy of mine went to go see a, a punk band, uh, The Descendants, in concert. You know, and I started pre-gaming. The show was, you know, like seven or eight or whatever. And I start pre-gaming, and uh, my buddy is running late. So I'm just sitting there on my back porch, just drinking. By the time he got there, I was drunk. Like, I should just eat, drink water, and go to fucking bed. But I pretended everything was okay. And then he was like, hey, let's go to a bar. So we went to a bar. Now I'm drinking more. 
Then we went to the show and got doubles of vodka on the rocks. I don't remember much after a while. I remember I spilled my cup of vodka all over a bouncer at the show and he was really mad. And then I woke up in my bed the next morning. I had blacked out. That, that was terrifying. Um, bad memories. You know, just being obnoxious, saying stupid shit, text back and forth with people where uh, the next day I don't remember what I was texting and I look back at it. You know, I've never been a mean drunk. I was always more the fun guy. Uh, but still, if you can't remember what you said, you know, there was a bunch of stuff like that. Do you believe you need alcohol to have fun in life or that alcohol is necessary for you to feel like you fit in? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that I needed to see my friends. I needed to enjoy, a, I don't know, a night on the town. Because when you think of a night on the town, you think of booze being there. Yeah. Or that alcohol is necessary for you to feel like you fit in. For sure. Mm -hmm. Especially with some of my friends. Some of my dearest, closest, oldest friends. You know. Uh, became boozers. Like myself. And yeah. I feel like, okay, well I'm going over to this friend's house. Might as well drink. Because he's going to be drinking. So I'm going to drink. And you put two of those people in the same room and they're just drinking a lot more than you'd, you know, care to admit. Are you concerned with the negative effects of alcohol? Yeah, that's why I'm here. Uh, job related? No. Family related? Sure. Yeah. My mom mentioned one time she was like, you know, I feel like you drink too much. I never forgot that. I think about that all the time. That was a while ago. Health-related, yes. Especially as somebody who uh, can be a bit of a hypochondriac at times. Sure. Like if I feel a pain on my right side or, you know, or I'm just waiting for the day that I like vomit blood or something ridiculous or I turn yellow. And plus I gained like 20 pounds, 25 pounds during the pandemic from drinking and eating shitty food. Legal. There are times that I've left uh, the liquor store, which is a block away from me, and I drive and I'll totally hit a side street and do a shot. What the fuck? That's drinking and driving, you know? I never used to do that. Or the times I'll go over to a buddy's and we have like four drinks. And then I drive home only a couple hours later when I'm still totally buzzed. Yeah. I've never gotten a DUI. Knock on wood. I hope I fucking don't. Are you sick of not living up to the plans you've made to quit drinking in the past? Yes. Yeah, you know, a couple months ago, I was listening to 
This Naked Mind on uh, Audible. And, uh, yeah, I got really close, too. I was down to my final drink, the day of my final drink. And then I just felt so unstable, like I was going to go crazy any second. And I just went right back to drinking. So, yeah, I'm sick of that. I really just want to, you know, just just fucking commit to it. You know, just I'm fucking done. It got like I said yesterday, it got old, man. Um, this is a lot more serious. Let's see. Are you the work hard, party hard, weekend warrior kind of person? No. <laughs> that would denote that I don't drink that much or at all during the week. No. I'm just kind of the, uh, hey, I need this to stabilize person. So now that doesn't really, you know... I don't identify with that one per se. Even though I've totally been that before. Do you want a relationship that's not based on drinking to have fun? Yes. Now, some of the people I've dated, the fellas, some of the guys I've dated uh, didn't really drink. You know, and it was during a time when I didn't really drink, so it was perfect. But friendships, there's a few friends I can think of who we drink. That's what we do when we get together. I'd like to see that change, obviously, because I love them. They're, you know, they're brothers in arms. But there's new friendships I'd like where that's not even a, a like a prerequisite. They might be like, hey, we're going to a restaurant and they might get a beer. But I can feel safe to just get like a Diet Coke or something, some water. And it doesn't, you know, mean like, well, this guy sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you depressed or anxious? And have you been using alcohol to escape these moods? Yes. Check, check, check. Yeah, man. I had a, a really anxious period about a year ago, year and a half ago now and it was really rough and I you know it was sort of the culmination of all the things that went down during the pandemic were like finally catching up to me I felt like it was a delayed response really and um, yeah I, I, I look for years I've been like oh I'm really anxious you know what I think a drink will help but then my tolerance stepped up the past year and a half to where, you know, it wasn't two drinks. I used to have it where I just have like two drinks at the end of the day or one or none, you know. And then it turned into, no, nah, let's have five. Let's have five like in a couple hours and then let's feel like shit. You know what I mean? So yes, I do uh, drink to alter the discomfort I'm feeling in my body. Oh, 100%. Oh, definitely. Let's see. Last section for today. The new you. So there's the old me, the drinker, with the problems, you know. 
And then there's the new me. And here are the questions. How will, how are you really going to feel when you are thriving in sobriety? How am I going to feel when I'm thriving in sobriety? I've been there. Calmer. There's something in IFS, that therapy I keep bringing up, called the eight C's. And they are, I'm buying time until I can find it. Eight C's of IFS. There it is. Um... And this is the stuff I literally feel a lot more when I don't drink. Curiosity, compassion, clarity, connectedness, creativity, courage, confidence, and most of all, really, fucking calm. Yeah, that's what I feel the most. That's, that's how I'm really going to feel what I'm kicking ass as a uh, sober person. What will your energy level be like? Sort of like, look, everybody has days where they have more energy or less. Some days you're dragging ass and some days you're, you know, crushing it. That... You know, there are times where I can get really energized. There's times where I can get really tired or grumpy, anxious, sad. But they become less so when I don't drink as much. And when I don't drink at all, they're just, I don't know. You know, again, the volume gets turned down. Whereas when you drink, you turn the volume down for like an hour or two. You know, maybe the rest of the night. How will you feel about yourself? Oh, man, I'm going to feel like I fucking did it. You know what I mean? Like I went up against something that was really bugging me, causing some problems. And I tackled it head on. (laughs) Yeah, I'll feel proud. What will going to bed sober and waking up without a hangover feel like? Fucking based, badass, fucking sick. That happened this morning. I woke up and I just felt fine. I fed the dog a little earlier than normal. Made sure to chug water. Had some coffee. I watched that some of that Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries on Netflix, which, you know, not the best way to start the day, to be honest. But yeah, I'll feel a lot better not having to wake up hungover or kicking myself that I keep doing this, you know. What are you finally going to be able to accomplish that you aren't? Oh, wait, hold on. Let me reread that. What are you finally going to be able to accomplish now that you aren't compelled to drink so frequently? (sighs) I love writing screenplays. And I, I like writing them sober because I can actually control impulses, right? Like if you've been drinking and you're writing something, I mean, it could just wind up garbage. 
and gibberish, or it could just, you know, halfway through a scene, you're just like, you know what? Let's have Superman jump in, you know, or something just not at all needed to be there. Um, that'll be awesome. What else can I accomplish? Losing, getting back down to my fighting weight. You know, I got about another 15 pounds to go here. Making better, you know, to go with that, making better food choices. Smoking less cigarettes. I got to quit that too, obviously, but some things take priority. Um, being patient. That's, that's like genuinely something I want to accomplish is being more patient with uh, uh, shit going on in my life and with other people. Maybe I'll start playing the guitar again. I fucking love playing my guitar. You know, one of the things they say is maybe learn a new language. I've always wanted to, but not bad enough. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could learn Spanish. You know, what's what's one of the romance languages that is easiest to learn for, you know, an American That'd be good to know. Maybe that. Volunteer work? Yeah. I mean, you know, I do want to get more active and stuff, to be honest. How will your finances change? I won't be at the liquor store buying booze, so that'll be cheaper, <laughs> you know? But I got airplane bottles of vodka. Those are like a buck a piece. It's really the cigarettes, especially in the fucking city. Jesus, it costs a lot. But will you find a loving and supporting partner? I hope so. That's another reason I'm doing this is, you know, I didn't want to just be sitting around sad, drunk by myself. You know, that's that kind of what I did. I wasn't really the go out to the bars all night type guy. You know, um, yeah. So, okay, look, that's it for today. This one was a lot, uh, a lot more, uh, <laughs> uh, personal, wasn't it? All right. All right. Well, you know what? I wanted to pick a song for today, uh, to end again with, with which to end again. And, uh, look, all right. I'm a no effects fan. A lot of punk rockers, <laughs> very divided on that. I like them, and I heard they're breaking up next year, which is a big bummer for me because they're one of my all-time favorite bands. I don't know why I'm hedging on this. They're my favorite band, okay? And, uh, yeah, so this song is called Wore Out the Souls of My Party Boots, and, yeah, um... I'll see y'all tomorrow.